Once again, and welcome to Refresher, the pop culture therapy podcast. I am Chris Levine, and I am honored that you chose to join me again. What is today's topic? Today, we are going to be talking about the psychology of dreaming. Should be interesting. Now, to start, listen to this incredible quote from Sander Vanderlinden from Scientific American about dreams and what dreams actually do. I'm going to read it verbatim because I don't feel there's any way I can improve on it. So here goes. Dreams seem to help us process emotions by encoding and constructing memories of them. What we see and experience in our dreams might not necessarily be real. But the emotions attached to these experiences certainly are. Our dream stories essentially try to strip the emotion out of a certain experience by creating a memory of it. This way, the emotion itself is no longer active. This mechanism fulfills an important role because when we don't process our emotions, especially negative ones, this increases personal worry and anxiety. In fact, severe sleep deprivation is increasingly correlated to the development of mental disorders. Closes by saying this. In short, dreams help regulate traffic on that fragile bridge which connects our experiences with our emotions and our memories. Who knew, right? Dreams, even the weird ones, where we, for some reason, are in a bowling alley with the girl whose name we don't remember from our seventh grade math class, or the guy who played Bosley on Charlie's Angels, or a talking shovel. These dreams and all of their components are apparently our friends. They help us to process things and cut away many of our rough edges emotionally. That's amazing. You know, dreams and dreaming are everywhere in pop culture. And it seems like they have been forever. Uh, the, the big standout is probably the Wizard of Oz. Uh, the Wizard of Oz is probably the quintessential example of it was all just a dream as it's ending. But you know, there's lots more. And, and you know, I could back that up in just two little words, dream sequences. If you are of my generation especially, dream sequences dominated television shows. But let's just take one show for example, make it a fun one, the all-around super fun show, Gilligan's Island. Now, doing some digging, I counted at least 14 different times where dream sequences were used on this show. And there's probably more. That's just what I happen to notice. A standout dream sequence for me. I, I like the one where Bob Denver thinks that he was bitten by an island bat 
and then dream sequences that he becomes Dracula. That was outstanding. Now, what's to note here was that in that little scenario in Gilligan's Island, his dream was based on something that happened to him that day, and so he dreamed about it. But but why are our dreams sometimes just all over the place? Well, Women's Health Magazine had a nice piece on this subject, and here's a few things mentioned there that contribute to our having weird dreams. Maybe you've heard of them before, maybe you haven't, but they're all really interesting. Here's one. If you ate spicy foods before bed, it could contribute to some pretty weird dreaming. It says to step away from the pad tie before you lay down to go to sleep. The reasoning? Spicy foods before bed potentially increase your body temperature, which can increase brain activity, especially during sleep. This makes perfect sense to me. So that's one. What about another one? This is one that's probably more typical. You watch TV right before bed, or maybe you fell asleep with the TV on. Our dreams come from our subconscious mind. So if we expose ourselves to a TV show, the internet, or even a book that has strong emotional components for us personally, our mind may give it more significance and focus on it more causing it or something like it to come out in our dreams. Have you ever watched a television show and some of those characters were in your dreams? It happens. Here's a, another one, just one more. There's a bunch of them on the, on the website, but we're just gonna look at this last one here. If you didn't sleep well the night before, that can be a factor to having pretty weird dreams. When you're sleep deprived, there's a good chance that you'll experience a more intense sleep the following night. It's known as, as REM rebound. What does this equate to? More intense sleeping, which equates to more intense dreams. Also very interesting, there was a PhD from Duke University who wrote about how verbal metaphors can become visual in dreams. What does that mean? Well, he states that much of our thought in everyday life is metaphorical. Like we may say that we feel down in the dumps or that we were so happy it was like we were walking on air, walking on a cloud. Uh, since we use metaphors regularly in normal thought and language, these metaphors sometimes creep into our dreams as well. Then, when these verbal metaphors are actually expressed in our dreams, they can generate bizarre images literally. So like in a dream, the thought of being down in the dumps might actually involve an image of being stuck under a pile of garbage. Uh, while awake, he says, we think in metaphors, but when we're awake, we know how to interpret them as being metaphors. But when we think in metaphors during sleep, the brain can interpret those metaphors literally, and that can create some strangeness when we dream at night. Psychology Today also gave some further examples. The writer described dreams as masterpieces of metaphoric communication, and it actually gave some examples. I thought they were pretty great. 
You're trying to decide between following your passion or settling on a job that's just pure financial security. You don't know what you want to do. It's weighing on your mind. You go to sleep. While you sleep, you dream of throwing a rock through the window of a bank or burying your briefcase in the backyard. You see where this is going? Here's another one. You're postponing an extremely important decision, and then you literally dream of missing a boat. It happens. What about this last one? You're not sure whether you have the ability to handle what seems like an upcoming impossible task. Then you go to sleep and you have a dream where you can do something impossible. Like maybe you can fly. It's no accident. Our minds, our brains, our subconscious, they're all working these things out while we sleep. Isn't that amazing? Maybe the takeaway question for this particular episode is this. Dreams can be heavy for us because they face us with ourselves. Kind of like looking in the mirror, but not quite understanding the reflection. So here's a question. Should we be overly concerned or afraid of our dreams? I, I would say no. Dreams are just another awesome and not totally understood part of who we are. Being fascinated by them is way better than being afraid of them. And honestly, they are all relative. For example, let's think about it three different ways. Let's say, let's say three different people have a dream that in, involves a bear. Okay, they, they all go to sleep and they all dream about a bear. Can, can one readily say why the bear was there in a general sense for all three of them? Well, if you dream of a bear, it means this. No, not across the board. What do we mean by this? Okay, well, think of it this way. Maybe one dream involving a bear is from a man who's facing down something that's really daunting to him, like a huge decision. That bear may metaphorically be the decision that's looming over him in his subconscious mind. But is that the same for everybody? Well, let's look at number two. Let's say another person fell asleep watching a nature documentary and a bear walked its way from the documentary into his subconscious. See how it's different? Let's do another one. Let's say a child is hugging their stuffed animal bear while sleeping, and the bear in the dream is by no means scary, but maybe protective, or maybe the bear is a friend that talks to them in the dream. See, my point is that there is no across-the-board bear dream definition. We shouldn't be quick to think the worst. We shouldn't just feel as though something always means something. Now, this episode isn't going to touch on nightmares. Maybe we will at some point. I'm in too good of a mood right now. I don't want to talk about that. But, but the thinking that we're sharing and what I'd like to focus on with this right now is that our brains are just these phenomenal things. We have all this incredibleness. We have this tool that, that helps us to be who we are. And, and the most educated people on earth don't fully get it. They don't fully understand it. Check this out. 
even when we rest, we turn off our light switches and we power down, we are still hard at work. So what's our closing thought? Let's never take this for granted. Don't forget that you have that going on. How amazing are you? Put in perspective that this is the case and, and, and be thankful for the fact that life, while sometimes confusing and while by all means complex, life is really a wonderful and mind-blowing thing. And today, you and I get to live it. Well, we've once again arrived at the time on Refresher where we fuller, further illustrate our topic through song. Uh, we have for you around this, this time around a very dreamy playlist. You know, I got almost all the way to the end without making a mistake, and then it just all happened like within the same sentence. So there you go. Thanks, brain. You can find a very dreamy playlist on Spotify really easily. Just type in refresher podcast dash a very dreamy playlist. So what songs are up? What you're ready to go? Song number one is Behind the Wall of Sleep by the Smithereens. Song number two is Sleep Apnea by Beach Fossils. They're a dream pop band from Brooklyn. Song number three, I Had a Dream by the band Audience. You ever heard this? I actually have this one on vinyl. Listening to it again for this podcast, it, it reminded me of something and I could not place it. I tried, but I just couldn't shake it until it eventually hit me. This song sounds a lot like Guns N' Roses. I kick myself because had that clicked years ago, I would have asked Steven Adler if he'd ever heard the song when I interviewed him. By the way, I've interviewed people, and, and I hope these little factoids about my journalist past are interesting. I hope it doesn't come off obnoxiously. I've had the, the privilege of interviewing a lot of people on past playlists, but I just didn't tell you who, didn't say anything. Do you want me to? Let me know, because I would love to talk about it. I just don't want to be that guy. Anyway, in 1971, the band Audience was very Guns N' Roses. Listen to it. It's almost funny. Song number four is by The Ocean Blue, and the song is Drifting, Falling. Their entire debut album from 1989 is really great. Song number five is the song Memories Can't Wait, and this is the version by Living Color. Uh, they cover the Talking Heads song here, and they do a very impressive job. Song number six is Dreaming by Blondie, classic. Song number seven, Memory Band by Rotary Connection, featuring the super awesome Minnie Ripperton. Song number eight is Daily Nightly by The Monkees. This is a pretty good slice of, of psychedelia. Did a good job on that one. So song number nine is Dreams Never End by New Order. And number 10 is The Very Dreamy. 17 Pink Sugar Elephants by Vashti Bunyan. So, you can find this playlist really easily on Spotify. Just type in Refresher Podcast dash A Very Dreamy Playlist. 
on behalf of the Refresher Podcast, listen, words cannot express how much I appreciate your listening to this. My wish is that it helps to keep you company. It makes you think. And most importantly, it makes you feel good, makes you feel better. This podcast is completely supported by you and your contributions. So thank you again for being around and for passing the word that we exist along to other people. Another podcast to check out is the Managing Expectations podcast. They too are on Spotify. Well worth checking out. A really good listen that I highly recommend. They are the Managing Expectations podcast. And also, there is the 7208 podcast on Spotify as well, where my kid, Harrison, and I have teamed up for multi-generational pop culture, dot, 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 blended to perfection. That is the 7208 podcast on Spotify. For the record, Harrison, you are the best and you are the Cat Gomez. As always, the music that begins and ends this podcast is the band Dive, and the song is called A Day Late, and it was written by Mr. John Villafuerte. Until next time, this is Chris Levine for Refresher, the Pop Culture Therapy Podcast. Everyone, please take care and do yourself a favor and remember that there is a big difference between worry and concern. We'll see you around the block. <laughs>